Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Friday, December 16th, 2022. This is Shannon, and tonight I am here with Georgina, Brooke, Stacy, and Kristen, and hopefully Natalia. Um, we'll see if she gets here. And we are looking ahead. This will be the first time we talk about 2023. We are looking at books releasing in January. So it's a little bit futuristic. I'm, you know, a couple weeks ahead here. But we are going to get started with the usual housekeeping information. Then Brooke will start us off, followed by Stacy, me, Georgina, Kristen, and Natalia, if we end up having her join us. You can find us on Facebook by searching for the Book Bistro podcast. Once there, you can post to our timeline. You can also message us privately. If you want a more social interaction, you can join our Facebook listener group, which is pretty quiet at the moment, though we are looking at some ways of possibly revamping it. If Facebook is not your thing and you still would like to hang out with us, check us out on our WhatsApp group. You can subscribe to that either by messaging us through Facebook or by sending us an email and one of us will be happy to add you. If you're looking to get a hold of us via email, you can do that by contacting the book bistro podcast at gmail.com. So my first book this evening is You Should Have Told Me by Leah Conan. And it comes out on January 3rd. So this book is about um, a woman named Janie. And Janie's husband has gone missing. He, a police, some the police come to her house and start asking her questions about Max. Um, where was he last night? Um, do you know where he is? Because they have discovered the body of a woman outside a local pub. So as the questions are being asked, she's starting to like wonder, like, why is like, why are they thinking that Max has done this? Um, like, where is he? How could he have like deserted me and his young daughter? Like, what's going on? And things just kind of go on from there. And I'm so sorry, friends, but that is all the synopsis gives me. So I'm looking forward to this because I, I really want to know like what happened to Max and why did the police directly go to, and kind of turn to wonder what he has done? Um, this is You Should Have Told Me. It's by Leah Conan, and it comes out on January 3rd. And if I could give a description, uh, an award for the shortest description ever, <laughs> you would win it for tonight. Um, sometimes synopses are super vague these days. My first book tonight is by one of my favorite authors. And when I read the synopsis for the first time, I teared up. 
And I forgot that I did that until I just a little while ago looked at the synopsis again and it teared me up all over again. So I'm super excited for Georgie All Along. And this is by Kate Claiborne and it comes out on January 31st. So that's about five years longer to wait. This book is about Georgie. She is a very busy personal assistant in LA and something happens that causes her to kind of reevaluate things. Um, And she kind of realizes that her life has been very busy and chaotic. And when she returns home to her small town, she has another revelation. And that revelation is she has put everyone else's wants and needs above her own for many years And at this point in her life, she has no idea who Georgie actually is. It's just like a big blank space because all she's been doing is running around and doing things for others. And then while she's home in this small town that I don't know where it is, she finds um, this, as the book synopsis calls it, an artifact from her past. (laughs) And that is a diary she wrote in high school called a friend fic diary. And she is so just like intrigued by all of these simple things that she at one point kind of wanted to do. She decides to use this as sort of like a roadmap moving forward to kind of help her figure out who she is and where she should be. And everything with that is going just swimmingly until somehow, we don't know how, she ends up with a roommate, Levi Fanning. And (laughs) Levi Fanning was once the town troublemaker, and now he is my favorite kind of hero, the town recluse. And he is sort of broody and kind of grumpy. But, you know, as they spend more time together, Georgie starts to wonder if what she needs isn't right beside her and not actually in a book or a friend fic diary after all. That's all I know, my friends. But I have loved every Kate Claiborne book I've ever read, um, which is all of them. And her books are always lovely and profound and they make me think with beautiful romances in them. So I cannot wait until five years from now on January 31st, when Georgie All Along by Kate Claiborne is released into the world. I have never read Kate Claiborne, but (gasps) I think this might have to be my first. I haven't. I've never even heard of her. Oh! Oh my God, everybody has to read Love at First and Love Lettering. And then I love her, her luck trilogy about the friends that win the lottery. But Oh yeah, that one looks really good to me. Yeah, I think and- you and Natalia um, have like mentioned it on the podcast before, that particular trilogy. So my first book is about as far from Stacy's first book as we can get. It's like a very... Um, I don't even know, like extreme switch here. But this is The Bandit Queens by Perini Schroff. It comes out on January 3rd. And everything about this makes me happy. It is about a woman named Gita who lives in a village. And it's a pretty like close knit village. It's, you know, has a lot of the things that we think about. We think about like small towns, the good things, the bad things. Now, five years ago, Gita's husband disappeared, and no one knows anything about where he went. Now, Gita knows that she didn't kill him, which, you know, is is a good thing to know. However, everyone in this village believes that she did. 
And at first she thinks, you know, that that's very bad. Like you don't want people to think you're a murderer. But then as time goes by, she realizes that perhaps this is not so bad because in this village where she's been living, women are not thought of as independent adult people usually. And so you're always kind of looking for someone to marry you if you're, you know, without your husband or someone has to take care of you. But if people think that you killed your husband, they are not quite as eager to marry you. They also don't want to make you mad because, well, maybe you'll murder them. Then it turns out that maybe she could start actually killing people, like killing husbands of women in her village. She doesn't necessarily want to do this, right? Like it's not, it's not a thing that she's super excited to do. But at the same time, how does she get, get around it? So this is, I think it's set in a village in India. Um, at least that's what I've gathered from reading the um, author's bio and a few like early reviews of this, but it looks so, so good. It looks kind of like a thriller, um, maybe a little bit of like women's fiction. I, I don't know, but I need to have this right now. Fortunately, I do not have very much longer to wait. This is The Bandit Queens by Perini Shroff, and it comes out on January 3rd. I definitely want to read this one. Yes. My first book is Charmed to Death by Yasmin Gallinorn, which comes January 1st, I mean, January 10th, 2023. This um, series is called Magic Happens, and it is book two. The main character has a shop called Shadows with her adopted granny, and it is the season of love potions. Everyone is looking for candles, um, love potions, charms, and other things but something is going wrong in the town. People are arguing and fighting with their beloveds and the sheriff comes and asks for help because a person gets um, murdered and it's going to take the main character and granny to figure out who murdered and the sheriff this person and they also have to figure out what's going wrong with all the love potions and candles and other things of why they're going all wrong because everyone's arguing and fighting this is charmed to death magic happens number two by yasmin gallinorn which comes out january 10th 2023 my first book tonight is by the lovely Naima Simone. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, this will be the, the fourth book in the Rose Bend series, and it is called Mr. Right Next Door. Yes. And 
I honestly cannot wait to read this one. I've, I've liked all the other books, but this one is about everybody's favorite mean girl. And that's sarcasm there, by the way. Um, Jenna, Jenna Landon. And she is the previous mayor's daughter of Rose Bend. And she's really a piece of work. Um, she's a mean girl. She's a snob. And she kind of, she has a circle of people kind of like her tag along puppies, but it's, it's hard to tell if anybody truly really likes her or not. And I think she kind of likes it that way. Um, but we're going to see what happens with Jenna in this book because Jenna actually has a soft heart and she has some things in her past that have made her how she is. And she's ready to leave Rosebend and start over. But before she can leave, she has to go through the town's carnival, um, help her dad with his new mayoral campaign he's running for re-election and she has to deal with the new pain in the butt that just moved in next door so isaac hunter is a wrestling coach and he has recently moved to rosebend and he didn't mean to bother jenna landon by playing his music while he was outside fixing his car but if anybody needed some bothering it's jenna so he's not too sad about it and on top of this he finds her to be very attractive and he wants to see if he can thaw this icy mean girl so here comes jenna's love story and I, like I said, I've loved the other books in this series. Jenna really grates on my nerves in those other books. Um, (laughs) But maybe we can, uh, she can redeem herself a little bit in these books and make her a little more appealing. um, Because she is quite the epic mean girl, in my opinion. Quite. So, yes. (laughs) So this, once again, is Mr. Right Next Door. Rose Bend number four by Naima Simone. And if you get the audio version, you will also get the next novella. It comes out on January 10th. Oh, not too long to wait. I do not know how she's going to redeem this bitch. I mean, this mean girl, like she (laughs) is like legitimately odious to people and very unkind. And I seriously give my Naima Simone mad props for even like writing this character, like as her own story because um, she's so unpleasant. And yet you see these very tiny, minuscule glimpses of what might be a nice person. So my first book tonight is of course about marriage because I love books about marriage. Why do I like books about marriage so much? I don't know. I don't know. I always have. And I like them about marriage when they're good and bad. And in between, and mysteries, and actual romance, and second chance, and all of the above. So this book is called Just the Nicest Couple by Mary Kubica. And this is about two couples, two close friends, and one missing husband. So 
JK's is missing, which is quite certain. But at first, his wife Nina thinks he's just blowing off steam at a friend's house because they had a very heated fight the night before. And we don't know why they had a fight, but I'm curious just to know what they fight about because marriage fights are epic, always, in books anyway. And then a day goes by, two days goes by, five days go by, and Jake is still nowhere to be found. Meanwhile, Lily Scott, Nina's friend and co-worker, thinks she might have been the last person to see Jake before he went missing. And she confesses everything she knows to her husband, Christian, which in turn decides that perhaps they should never tell anybody what they know and no one should find out everything leading to Jake's disappearance, especially not his wife, Nina. But Nina's still out there looking for her husband and she's not going to stop until the truth is discovered. If you want to know what happened to Jake, like I do, especially after telling you about it, you have to read Just the Nicest Couple by Mary Kubica. And this book comes out on January 10th, 2023. Wow, I can't believe we're already at 2023. I just, you know, you always read mysteries or you you see documentaries about serial killers and people are always like, they were just the nicest person. So I think this title is the best. So my next book tonight is Drawn to Death by Kat Shihada. And it comes out on January 10th. So our main character's name is Evelyn. And Evelyn is a reluctant medium. The recently dead, they talk to her in her dreams and she channels them through her drawing. So through her art. And there is, there's like a recent death and the victim is communicating with Evelyn and giving her clues to help solve it. So she needs to go to the police. So she hooks up with um, Leo and Leo is a traditional, a traditional detective. Um, He believes in evidence um, and in witness testimonies. Um, He does not believe in evidence from like non-living sources. So he's kind of skeptical, um, but I guess from the synopsis anyway, Evelyn must convince him because they hook up together and they pretend to be a couple and they're trying to lure the killer into a trap. The problem is Evelyn gets too close, um, not only to the case, but also to Leo and her life is now in danger. Um, I don't tend to really like ghosts, but I do really like crime books. And I don't know, it's kind of interesting to see like how she's going to use her art to help sell these cases. So I'm kind of interested to see where this goes. So this is Drawn to Death by Kat Shihada, and it comes out on January 10th. So my second book this evening is by another author that I really enjoy. This is Snap Out of It by Maddie Dawson. And it comes out, I know, and it comes out on January 3rd. So not long to wait at all. This book is about Billy Slate. And Billy Slate has been married three times and has done a lot of living. 
and has decided that love is just bunk. It's not worth it. So Billy has decided to reinvent herself and she has decided that she is going to um, be called the heartbreak bunny. And she is going to, (laughs) I know she's going to come into people's lives and hop around whisking away sad mementos of past relationships. So this is what she's going to do. Throw them away? Like just like, like whisking away these, I think so. And like, she's going to hop around and help people who've been burned by love. And I don't really know. And I'm not sure how someone who appears to be a middle-aged woman decides they're going to put on a bunny costume and do such things. I was just going to ask you if they're going to like be in a costume. Correct. She, and her costume actually, I mean, it's like you've read the synopsis before because the costume is actually so perfect. This bunny costume, people start wondering if this is just magic or if she is just completely, you know, amazing and a little bit wacky. And, you know, somehow Billy's slate. I'm sorry, this, I bet she's a little wacky. I mean, I you know concur. Like, yes, I concur. I don't know if I would ever wear a bunny costume, but you know what? She's the heartbreak bunny and she's bringing hope to people who've been through crappy relationships and she's spreading, I guess, her brand of hoppiness. I just made that up, but it worked. Okay. Let's just go with it. (laughs) Okay. I mean, so she's doing all this, but the thing about this is it starts to garner quite a bit of attention and suddenly she is like famous as the heartbreak bunny. She's gone viral. She's famous, right? Yeah. She's famous for something. And like her business is on the rise. Well, just when things are going really well for Billy Slate, her daughter comes to her and says that her own marriage is in trouble. But then if that's not like worrisome enough, then Victor, the worst husband ever, wants to actually like have a relationship with their daughter and then is making kind of some sounds about wanting to rekindle a relationship with Billy. Now then, that's not all though. Because not only does Victor want back with Billy, but now there's this widow who really is quite appealing. And so is Billy going to have to sort of like reevaluate her views on love? I mean, are there still some tricks left for love to teach her? Or will she spend the rest of her life hopping around in a bunny costume, whisking away sadness and past mementos? (laughs) And I mean... I don't know what to think about this book, but if Maddie Dawson has a talent for writing these sort of offbeat heroines that end yes. up being very endearing in, in, I'm not saying that word right today, endearing and like that, you know, people that you kind of end up wanting to be friends with. So um, while this book has a kind of interesting premise and I don't know how you sit down and come up with this, like where you ever think a bunny <laughs> costume is, I mean, I don't even know. So I need to read this book again. Oh, and the whole, I'm sorry, the whole premise for her business is actually snap out of it. I probably should have mentioned that at the beginning, but I got so wrapped up in the whole bunny costume and hopping around, whisking away um, sadness. to be honest. Yes. I think that's understandable. <laughs> yes. And so this, again, friends, is snap out of it by Maddie Dawson, and it comes out on January 3rd. So if you want to read a book about a woman who wears a bunny costume and cavorts about as a performance artist to whisk away sadness and lost or past mementos. You need to pick this up. Yes. Yes, I do. I, yeah. I, I think, I think I I'm going to have to. I, I want to know. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So my second book is one that I have been looking forward to until like since, gosh, I don't know, the middle of last year. This is Back in a Spell, Witches of Thistle Grove, book three by the incomparable Lana Harper. She wrote Payback's a Witch and um, From Bad to Cursed. And now she's back with the third Thistle Grove book. This comes out on January 3rd. So it is almost here. So if you've read the previous books in this series, you are familiar with the Blackthorn family. And finally, we are getting up close and personal with them to kind of see who they really are instead of, you know, are they just kind of the like two-dimensional villains that a lot of um, characters kind of want to paint them as. So this is Nina Blackthorne's story. And Nina has been in kind of a funk. Her fiance left her at the altar, or if he didn't actually leave her at the altar, he did everything but that. And so she's just not quite sure what to do with herself. Um, Her family are these kind of outcasts in the town because of some not great magic that they have have done over the years. Um, And Nina just feels like she needs something new. So her best friend encourages her to try a dating app. And she does. And she hooks up with this guy named Morty Gutierrez. And I guess actually I shouldn't say that Morty is a guy. He's actually non-binary, so I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure what like pronouns Morty uses or how we should identify. But they go on this date, and it's kind of awkward and terrible, just as a lot of you know online dates can be. So Morty is the partial owner of this business called the Shamrock Cauldron. And apparently, unbeknownst to Nina, her family has been trying to, like, I don't know, kind of abscond with it. Like, they they want to own it. It doesn't matter to them how. They have all these, like, schemes, I guess, that they've been trying. And Morty is not super happy to be you know, out with a blackthorn. Like this is just not, not any kind of a good thing. But as these weird magical shifts begin to occur in Thistle Grove, Nina and Morty are thrust together through a series of events that I can't tell you about because I don't know them. And they start, you know, spending more time together and kind of putting their awkwardness aside. Now, it's important to know that Morty is one of the people in Thistle Grove who is not magical. And so he, they, I'm not, I wish I knew what the pronoun, what pronouns this character um, used. But Morty is unaware of magic. It's just a big kind of con. It's a gimmick. And everyone in town is kind of, you know, pulling a fast one on all the people that are tourists and using it to make money. But Nina is about to teach Morty that magic really does exist. So I am super, super excited for this. Both the previous books in the series have been phenomenal. And 
I just can't wait to get to know Nina and to kind of peek behind the curtain um, into the lives of the Blackthorns. So this is Back in a Spell, Witches of Thistle Grove, book three by Lana Harper, and it will be here January 3rd. My second book of the evening is X's and O's by Amy Leah, and it comes out January 10th, 2023. This is um, about Tara, and Tara is a media butterfly. Like, I think she's a blogger just on all the social media she can be on. And she's looking for love. Every relationship she's had, she's failed. And she's had 10. And they're 10. They failed. Yeah, that's what it said. <laughs> and she's failed spectacularly. And she has a roommate named um, Tyrone. And she decides to, she gets this idea to revisit all her 10 loves for a second chance romance. So she <laughs> ropes her roommate into helping her contact all these men and setting up second chances. He's a firefighter and has no interest in looking for love or looking for anything. But the more he spends time with Tara, the more he realizes that um, he likes her and that he can stand her sense of humor. Um, this is X's and O's by Amelia, which comes out January 10th, 2023. I couldn't believe the whole 10 <laughs> that have failed. I was like, what? That is crazy. My second book for tonight is called Highly Suspicious and Unfairly Cute hmm. by Talia Hibbert. Oh, yes. And so this um it it looks like a young adult or teenager because it looks yeah, like it these, these mm-hmm. two guys are in in uh in high school at least so bradley is pretty much perfect he is a star football player he manages his ocd fairly well and um and he's pretty much a straight A student in all of his classes, except for the classes he has with his ex best friend, Celine. Celine, on the other hand, is a conspiracy theorist. Oh. And she has a big social media following. She talks about everything from, she talks about everything from UFOs to, holiday overconsumption and everybody loves her on social media but she's still not good enough for the in crowd and in her opinion this is why Bradley pretty much ditched her years ago and so Celine signs up for this survival uh, trip 
out in the woods. And it's rather shocking to her when Bradley um, has apparently signed up as well. And they are teamed together to go through this survival experience. And so since they're pretty much thrown together, they are going to not only have to survive the wild, but they're going to have to trek back through some of their past and see if there's anything they can kind of reconcile if they can pull their friendship back together um or is it going to be a little too late for that or will it be the exact opposite and bring them a lot closer together than they were before so this again is highly suspicious and unfairly cute by talia hibbert and it will be out on January 3rd. And I can't wait to read this. Talia Hippert is everything. Well, my next book is about another missing person. You know, it's the holidays. Well, well, I guess when these come out, it's after the holidays. And I guess people feel murderous after holidays. And that's why they release all these books for people to I read do. to relate to. Yeah, girl, holidays are the times you got to see all the people you don't like. I definitely feel murderous. Tell yeah. me, this is The Hiking Trip by Jenny Blackhurst. And this book is about somebody named Missy. Or isn't it always someone named Missy? So Missy is um, taking the trip of a lifetime. Uh, she leaves her precarious home life in the UK to hike the West Coast Trail in Canada. Wow, brave. And in this hike, she meets brother and sister, Sarah and Rick. And, you know, at what begins as a fun-filled experience with strangers in the beautiful secluded setting quickly turns sour. And uh, 25 years oh. later, a woman named Laura is panicked to learn that there was a body found near the trail and they suspect that the bones belong to Sarah. And now the secrets that she's been hiding for a quarter of a century has been uh, trying to come out. Uh-oh. Someone is determined Ooh. to make sure that Laura tells the truth and pays the price as she should have done back then. But what lengths will Laura go to to protect her carefully structured family life? A trip of her lifetime that ends in murder. If you want to know how, who, and what happened? You must pick up The Hiking Trip by Jenny Blackhurst. I have never, ever been disappointed. But this book is coming out January 12th, 2023, because in the UK, books come out on Thursdays. So my last book is The Sins We Hide by Scarlett Cole. And it comes out on January 12th. So this is um definitely... Because it's a motorcycle club, it's probably not a safety book, but it is an enemies to lovers. So that's cute. That's going to be really cool. So our main character's name is Gwen, and she goes to um, her pat, like her former lover, Clutch. His name's Clutch, and 
she wants his help. Um, she wants him to talk to the motorcycle club and get them to like help her. But the problem is, is that many years ago, something happened that Gwen was involved in and Clutch's (laughs) Clutch's father ended up in prison. So Clutch wants to know what happened and how she was involved because the club is very, they don't, they're, they see Gwen as an enemy. Um, Gwen's brother is actually the president of the club and Clutch is the vice president, but the club doesn't trust Gwen because of whatever happened to Clutch's father. Um, the problem is, is that Gwen, she doesn't, she can't tell Clutch what happened. Um, I don't know if it's because she doesn't know, like she doesn't remember for some reason, or if there's some sort of like reason behind why she can't tell them, but she can't tell him. And it says that he has her captive. So I don't know if it's like literally has her captive or that she has nowhere else to turn like that kind of feeling captive. I'm not really sure, but um, it says that she's captive um, and clutch. He doesn't know what to do because he doesn't trust her. Um, but he also knows that she has nowhere else to turn. And like these secrets are going to turn the motorcycle club like on its head. Like these are deep, deep secrets that are going to kind of really, really shake things up. And like the sins that are involved are like, these are, there's are big, serious problems. And that's all I can give you. Um, this is The Sins We Hide. It's by Scarlet Cole and it comes out on January 12th. I've never read any of her books, but, and I don't really tend to to read like I haven't really read very many motorcycle club books but it sounded really interesting I might have to pick this one up too because I actually like motorcycle club books so my last book this evening is the three lives of Alex St. Pierre and it is by Natasha Lester and this book is sort of told in three parts It's told sort of before, during, and just after World War II. And this book is about a young woman named Alex, who is sort of like a PR wizard. And, oh, sorry, could you guys hear that train? Oh my God, that was so loud. No. no. Oh, good. Okay. Sorry. Um, So Alex is like this total PR wizard and she gets noticed by the U.S. government in 1943 as men are being uh, sent to fight in World War II. And because of the skill set that she has, she is taken to Switzerland and taught how to be a spy because they think with her skill set that she would be a good person to sort of be a liaison to a a Nazi officer who is potentially going to help the allied troops. But there still is a question whether or not he is um, actually going to help or not. And so, you know, Alex does something during the war that we don't know. And she, you know, kind of ends up with a lot of secrets. And then post-World War II, she becomes the publicist for the newly 
opening a house of Dior in Paris, which I think is so cool. So she goes from spy to fashion publicist and everything is going well for her until someone from her past during the war shows up again and Alex decides it's finally time for secrets to be told. And that's really all I know. I have read Natasha Lester's books in the past and she really is good at drawing you into the time and place. Um, she uses a lot of, uh, she, you can tell she's done a lot of research for her novels. Um, and I'm really intrigued by this, by a woman who sort of is, um, according to the synopsis, kind of looking for her place in the world, has never felt like she's really fit anywhere. She's an orphan. And, and then she goes and, you know, has all these different, very interesting experiences um, and ones that could be quite dangerous. So I'm, I'm interested to see what this book is about. This again is The Three Lives of Alex St. Pierre. It's by Natasha Lester and it comes out on January 10th. All right. So I also right. have a historical novel for us. And this is The Davenports, The Davenports Book One by Crystal Marquis. And this is Crystal with a K in case you're looking it up. This unfortunately does not come out until January 31st, which as Stacy said earlier, seems so far away. It really does. So this is, yes. So this is set in the early part of the 20th century, like right, you know, kind of right before 1920. And we follow, as you can probably gather from the title, the Davenport family. And these are, um, it's a family of very successful black people. The kind of like patriarch of the family was a former slave and he made a lot of money once he was freed when he somehow, and we don't know like all of the, um, all the ins and outs from the synopsis, but he founds a carriage company and through this, he has become really, really wealthy. And so his family lives, you know, in kind of high society. And we follow these four young women, two of whom are um, his granddaughters. And we kind of, it reminds me of like, um, I don't know, if you think about like American Royals by Catherine McGee, but historically, and with people of color as, you know, the, um, as the main characters, like that's kind of the vibe it gives me. It seems like, you know, there's a lot of drama as these women are trying to kind of find their place in the world. Um, some of them are wrestling with, you know, whether or not they should get married. Um, the oldest daughter wants to get married all of a sudden, but the guy is kind of unsuitable. Um, there are some entanglements that go wrong and it just looks very very fun but also you know kind of gives us a a different look at at the lives of black people in the early part of the 20th century kind of you know after the civil war and before we get into like the the civil rights era where i think we don't we don't see a lot of this in historical fiction. So this is something that I've been looking forward to for a little while now. 
It is The Davenports, The Davenports Book One by Crystal Marquis, and it comes out on January 31st. Oh, I love historical fiction like this. My last book of the evening is called A Year in Sicily by Lisa Lynn. This comes out January 17th, 2023. Um, Cecily is bringing in the new year with her family. And she knows that she has to go to New York. And as long as she doesn't run into her ex. And she decides that she can avoid him. Now, Jeffrey has decided that Cecily is not getting away. And he was determined to try again. Cecily does not want anything to do with him. And sadly, folks, this is pretty much all the synopsis said. This is A Year in Sicily by Lisa Lynn, and it comes out January 17th, 2023. So this has gotten a lot of pretty positive early buzz, like the whole kind of, you know, second chance yeah. romance kind of thing. Um, a lot of people talk about it being, you know, like very, very heavy into like the, the whole New York thing that like New York City feels almost like a character. So this is something that has been on my radar for a little bit. So my final book tonight is called Whispers of You, The Lost and Found Book One by Catherine Cowell. From what the synopsis tells me, it's very, very vague. Um, But it seems that our main character is shot and that upends her world fairly big time um as it would it yeah it, it sounds like it was pretty devastating um and there I think there might have been more to it than just being shot um because it sounds like she was pretty beaten up and had a lot of recovery to go through. Um, the person that was, or who she thought would be, you know, her forever, um, takes off, but now he's come back to town and he's, his name is Holt. He's the only person's name we're given in the synopsis. But apparently Holt has come back to town and he's trying to make things right. And he wants another chance with our main character. Um, and as, you know, little stolen moments turned in, turn into days and there's more lingering touches and, you know, things begin to open up and the, our main character to, begins to open up to Holt. Um And she's wondering if they can, you know, come back to what they had before. But somebody isn't happy that Holt is back in town. And 
tragedy strikes once again. And what she isn't sure of is will their newfound relationship be strong enough to hold them together or will Holt take off again? Or will this tragedy completely break them apart and there won't be that happily ever after? Um, and that's really all we're told. Um, it's, it's a very vague synopsis. And of course, with such vagueness comes a long wait. So we have to wait until January 31st to read ah. Whispers of You by Catherine Coel. All right. So my, my last book is book nine in this marvelous, marvelous urban fantasy series that we fairly recently discovered. Yes. And I will continue to say that urban fantasy has been a lost art, right? A lost art. So every time yes. we find a little gem, we cannot emphasize enough that we found another little gem. Because I don't know about Shannon and Georgina, but I read every urban fantasy series you could possibly think of in the years of like 2006 to 2010. From the shifters to the gatherers yes, to like the... All the great ones were. What was it? Dark Days and the... What were oh. the Jocelyn Drake ones and the Grey Walkers and all of them? Yes, you name it, I read it. And um, but thanks to our dear uh, Kristen, we found these books. And this is book nine in the Jackie Leon series by Kristen Bannett. Since this is book nine, no, many many things have happened uh, since the beginning of this series. Now you know I don't like to read things out of order but these books in particular should be read in order um because you won't know what the heck is going on if you start on book nine so i'm going to tell you a little bit about the first one in case you're unfamiliar with the series so the first one is called oath sworn and uh this these books are about oh my god surprise jackie leon and jackie owns a very no frills kind of like bar buffet i don't think she considers it that way but that's kind of what it makes me think of it's very like every man for themselves and um you know serving cold beers and you know she's kind of like not looking for trouble and she pays her taxes and that's that's it that's all she wanted for the rest of her life uh, when the story starts we don't really know why she's kind of a recluse in this way but what we do know is that she's a cat and She's given the responsibility fairly early to uphold an ancient treaty by protecting a werewolf's daughter. And uh, now she has to honor her word. And basically, the protection of this child starts a series of adventure, mystery, action, questions, a big story arc, all the things that we look for in a good juicy urban fantasy type series and what i really like about this series is we are used to urban fantasy books having a lot of world building which this does but it doesn't take away from the story like you you don't need to prepare okay the first book is going to be world building and the rest are going to be um the the meat you know no this this is action right away like you read a couple chapters that sink, sink you in and then here's the action boom and you know 
the race begins. So this is actually what I'm talking about is book nine. So Secrets to Ruin by Kate and Bennett, which comes out January 27th. And if you have not read the series, you have eight glorious books to read before book nine comes out. Yes, which means you might not even have to wait for book nine, depending on your reading speed. If you were me, you'd probably... (laughs) <laughs> you're me you'd probably be done with all eight books by next week and then you'd be crying for like another three weeks i was just gonna say like her um audio comes out after her print too so who if you're waiting for it in audio who knows when it will actually come out probably like march or april this concludes our look at our most anticipated january 2023 releases thanks so much to Kristen brooke Georgina, Natalia, and Stacy for joining me tonight. As always, thanks goes out to Christine for all of her editing. And of course, we thank each and every one of you for joining us each week as we talk about great books. If you would like to leave us a rating or a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you use to access the show. Not only does it tell us what you think, but it also helps other people find us when they're looking for book-related podcasts. Um, It kind of advances us in the Google algorithm. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with an author interview and, of course, the guide to new releases. And some number of us will be back on Friday with more bookish greatness. Take care, everybody.